Welcome to the final episode of the month of July for 2020 of our Around the Horn podcast. As we get closer to, um, at least we're hoping it's going to be the case, closer to school time, things may be revamped a little bit this year. We're not sure. I know that uh, it's around this time that they're going to be making some decisions throughout the state of Minnesota, and I'm sure throughout the nation we'll be hearing more as we near closer to the school time, both colleges and high schools, and elementaries and all of that. So hopefully, hopefully we can get back to a little bit of normalcy here when we get to the 20. 21 school year. Focusing on that here a little bit today, we are actually going to talk about something called a 529 plan, which is a, a college savings plan and kind of right in line with what we've got uh, coming up with uh, schools just around the corner, at least within the next month or a little over, at least we hope so. And then, um, you know, with college starting up, I know a lot of people that have utilized these types of plans that were started for them. Uh, when they were at a very young age, when they were just born. So a lot of good things that can come out of them. A 529 plan or a college savings plan is a tax advantage savings plan designed to encourage saving for future education costs. Legally known as qualified tuition plans, they are sponsored by states, state agencies, or educational institutions, and are authorized by Section 529 of the Internal Revenue Code. There's two types of 529 plans. There's prepaid tuition plans and also education savings plans. And all 50 states, including here in the great state of Minnesota, also the District of Columbia, sponsor at least one type of 529 plan. Um, in terms of the differences with the prepaid tuition plans and education savings plans, um, I'm getting this right off the SEC website, which is the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission website. Um, prepaid tuition plans let a saver or account holder purchase units or credits at participating colleges and universities, usually public and in-state, for future tuition and also mandatory fees at current prices for the beneficiary. Uh, prepaid tuition plans usually cannot be used to pay for future room or board at colleges and universities and do not allow you to prepay for tuition for elementary and secondary schools. Uh, most prepaid tuition plans are sponsored by state governments and have residency requirements for the saver and our beneficiary in this. And also prepaid plans are not guaranteed by the federal government, just as a disclaimer out there as well. In terms of education savings plans, uh, it sounds kind of the same, but it's a little bit different. They let a saver open up an investment account to save for the beneficiary's future qualified higher education expenses. And that's kind of the more uh, the focused here on our uh, financial services side. Uh, tuition, mandatory fees, and room and board. Withdrawals from education savings plans accounts can generally be used at any college or university, including sometimes at non-U.S. colleges and universities, just depending on the, the guidelines, which can vary. Um, education savings plans can also be used to pay up to $10,000 per year per beneficiary for tuition at any public, private, or religious elementary or secondary school as well. So those are some things to keep in mind if you are thinking about utilizing a 529 plan for your children. And um, the nice thing about these two, and just found this out from uh, one of our vendors, that actually a 529 plan can be passed along to any immediate family member. Um, there was a point where it could just be 
um, a sibling, or if you were uh, saving for an older, uh, the oldest child, and if you got two siblings, you'd be able to pass it on to the next child and the next child. But actually, you can pass it along to any immediate family member, even uh, the father, that's somebody that opens it up, or um, uh, just relatives too that are immediate family for you. So that's another thing to keep in mind. But with these 529 plans, um, a good benefit, there's um, tax benefits that go along with it in terms of if you use it for higher education, which is the main, pretty much the only purpose, but you can pull the money out later, you maybe you'll be penalized at a, a certain rate at that point if you don't use it for higher education. But um, none of the gains, nothing like that are taxed if utilized for higher education. So it can be a great thing that you can use as an investment tool uh, whether it's mutual funds or um, ETFs uh, are probably the most uh, well-known. There's the target date funds, which are a pretty simple way to do it. You invest into a target date fund and then uh, let it ride out into the uh, college year that you're looking for that the child's going to be would be taking part uh, as long as it's right after high school. But that's um, that's kind of a guideline and a look at that. There's a lot of different ways to do it. In terms of contributing to it as well, a 529 plan, um, anybody can help contribute to that as well for whether it's grandparents or uh, yourself as the parent, whatever it may be. So the typical guidelines, they can vary. They can be a little bit different uh, depending on which route you go. So again, that's another thing where we'd have to sit down, take a look at what your goals and what your plans are and see if it would make sense uh, for that opportunity for you. So um, in, uh, in terms of getting information about that, you can give us a call at 218-444-8894 and we can walk you through some of the different things that are gonna be associated with a, a 529 plan. Aligned with this topic as well, we are going to actually get a chance to chat with uh, a good friend of mine, uh, David Carlson is his name. He is uh, going to be joining me next week on our podcast. And we're going to be talking about uh, one of his books is actually called The Student Loan Solution. And he's going to be talking about a little bit about that. So if you've got um, student loans that have been haunting you and have been uh, making it very tough uh, to try and get ahead in life, David's actually going to give us some, some tips and some pointers and also talk about his book about ways that you can get out of debt um, and strategic ways of getting out of debt, but also a few other things that he likes to line up and talk about in terms of those lines of, uh, of finances and, and uh, financial planning too. So looking forward to that, to get a chance to chat with him next week. So be looking for that next week on our Around the Horn podcast. Until then, again, if you have any questions in regards to um, the 529 plans or any other plans to do some savings, for your children, for their financial future. Always give us a call. We look forward to chatting with you or stop in and we can set up a time to meet and go through those needs. Again, our number here at uh, Bighorn, 218-444-8894. We look forward to hearing from you and hopefully you're finding some education and some insight out of these uh, programs that we pass along to you each week on our Around the Horn podcast. We'll catch you next week when we get a chance to visit with David Carlson on our program.